are Sick you and tired of achy joints? Dread the idea of surgery? You need to call QC Kinetics today. Hey, it's Steve Russell. The state of healthcare is always changing. The old ideas like steroids and surgery are no longer your only options. Regenerative medicine at QC Kinetics is transforming lives with innovative, non-surgical, drug-free treatments that deliver lasting results. Knee pain, back pain, shoulder pain, from arthritis or injury, don't let this pain keep you from living your best life. QC Kinetics' advanced state-of-the-art treatments harness and direct your body's natural ability to restore and repair damaged joint tissue. This is a revolutionary approach that can get you long-term relief with no downtime. Make 2024 the year you reclaim your mobility, reclaim your independence, walk and run and play and live without the danger and trauma of surgery and without harmful drugs. Call QC Kinetics now with clinics in Gainesville, Ocala, and the Villages, 352-400-4550. That's 352-400-4550. QC Kinetics. Can your IRA stand up to the next financial crisis that our top economists are saying is at our doorsteps? By allocating a percentage of your IRA into physical gold and silver with a tax-free rollover, you can diversify and safeguard your holdings from turbulent markets and economic downturns by putting your IRA back on the gold standard. Find out how to safeguard your assets with a tax-free rollover with a Genesis Gold IRA, the only IRA that can hold physical precious metals. Call now for your free gold and silver report. Protect your IRA today with one simple phone call and learn how to qualify for up to $10,000 in free silver. Call Genesis Gold Group, empowering faith-driven stewardship. 800-361-1289. 800-361-1289. 800-361-1289. That's 800-361-1289. Welcome to Sports Scene with Steve Russell. Let's talk some sports and have some lunch on ESPN 98.1 FM and 8.50 AM WRUF. Yeah, man, we made it to Friday. Welcome to a Friday edition of Sports Scene ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM WRUF. I'm Steve Russell. Time to eat some lunch and talk some sports. As Thomas is our producer today. Uh, hello, if you're watching on Cox Cable 6. Uh, here on television in Gainesville, uh, we welcome you. We listen. We welcome you wherever you are listening from to this wonderful sports program. Uh, today, if all goes according to Hoyle, you'll hear Tim Thompson, who is Vanderbilt basketball's radio analyst, and then uh, Brett Beretti, who is the Columbia baseball coach, is going to join us. Next week on the show, you'll hear Mark Wise Monday, of course, on Hoop There It Is at 11. You'll also hear um, on Tuesday, Gator softball coach Tim Walton. He'll be here. So uh, look forward to that. Mike Morgan from the SEC Network also going to be around too. Uh, so that's what's happening for some guests next week. But for now, uh, we will talk a little sports with you. Um, I was having this conversation with some of our students and remember the other day when I asked you uh, about what sports you think are declining? And some of you said NASCAR, uh, others. But here's what, if I gave you these four choices, and I said to you, which is the one you least watch? Tell me what that is and why. 
Major League Baseball, PGA Golf, NHL, or NBA? Which of those do you watch or care about the least and why? I had to really think about that because for all of them, now, would I necessarily stay home to watch it? No, but I would watch them all if the game were good enough. Did you see, by the way, 11,000 college football players will get to opt in on EA Sports' new college football game. And they're going to get paid for it. Now, not a lot. Up to 85 players per school, per school, will initially appear on rosters in the game. Comes out this summer. Uh, the athletes who opt to have their uh, likeness appear will eventually get $600 in a copy of the game. So, there you go. Another step in the NIL evolution. Also, you think there's not competition to keep coaches? Steve Sarkeesian, who, and this is the great thing about athletics and life. Wasn't that long ago, Steve, Steve, Steve Sarkeesian was in a world of trouble in his personal life, right? The Texas System Board of Regents approved a raise and contract extension for him through 2030. It boosts his guaranteed salary to over $10 million. $10 million shlamoles. Four-year extension makes him one of the highest-paid coaches in the country. And why? Because he won the Big 12 last year. They made the college football playoff last year. They didn't want to lose him. Now, uh, the guaranteed salary goes to $10.9 million by 2030. But he can get bonuses if they win a national championship, things like that. His original contract, ready for this, called for him to get paid $5.8 million in 2024. According to the Regents, I want you to hear this number, the raises are a 78% overall increase in his guaranteed compensation. 78%. In what job do you work where you get a 78% overall increase in your guaranteed compensation? But guess what? And his record at Texas in three seasons is 25-14, and 14, which is good. But over three seasons, right, divide that up, that's about an average of eight wins and five losses, right? Eight and five on average, and he's making all that jack because it's Janet Jackson, baby. What have you done for me lately? That's what it's about. Let's take some calls while we can, 392-8255. You can email srussell at wruf.com. By the way, those who were saying that the Alabama play should be suspended after what happened in the Florida game, he is suspended one game. He will not play against Kentucky. Just FYI.
David, welcome. Hey, Steve. Um, you know, you got me thinking about coaches there. Um, I, I think nowadays, you know, with the amount of money we're, like, introducing to college football in general, uh, not just, like, with coaches, with players, like, the whole thing is much more fluid, and there's a lot more opportunities for people to uh, pick up and move and go find where they feel they'll be more successful. Um, but I had two questions. I was like, you, you think about somebody like Lincoln Riley, who before he left Oklahoma was kind of being uh, spotted as well as the next potential college coach to make the leap to the NFL. And now that he's over there at USC, he hasn't really performed at the level that everybody thought was going to happen. So do you think that with what's kind of going on with NIL and these other things, do you think that is going to kind of keep coaches in the college sphere or try to push them to move to the NFL more? I have said this, and I think the the uh, numbers bear it out. I believe if this doesn't change, if there's no change in the recruiting calendar, if there's no if, if stays as it is, you will see more college coaches leave for NFL jobs. No question. I think you have Chip Kelly. Is um, he took the coordinator job at Ohio State, right? Yes. And um, I think that a lot of the stuff coming out there was that he wants to prove he could be a coordinator at the NFL now. Well, that, and, and he doesn't have to worry about being a head coach with all that comes with being a head coach. True, true. I mean, I just feel like we look at it in, like, our perspective of just, like, you know, and every day if somebody wanted to pay me millions of dollars to uh, just coach, like, a part of a football team and not be the head coach, man, I'd take that in a heartbeat. But we also got to think about what leads these guys to do what they do. And some of them, like your Sabins and your Belichicks and your people like that, they're not going to be satisfied by being the, like a coordinator somewhere, making a couple mil a year. They got to be the guy. And so I think that with this influx of money and like the fluidity, like I said, of college football now, I think you're getting this more of a gut check with these coaches of, do you really want to try to be the head coach or do you want to be successful in your realm of expertise and be paired with a team that can be successful. We're going to find out. David, thank you for your call. We'll get to Dave next. Hi, Dave. Hey, Steve. How you doing? Good, sir. Good. Happy Friday. And uh, listen, it was great to hear your voice calling the game the other day, uh, the baseball game. Um, I could feel the spring in your step and uh, – I know you love being in the booth, and you are unsurpassed. Well, I don't know about that, but thank you for that. Uh, yes, I, I enjoy that a lot. Uh, I'm fortunate uh, to be able to do it. And, uh, you know, as long as I've got my faculties and you know, all of that, I hope yeah. I can continue to do it. <laughs> well, well, I hope they do, and I hope they get, you get a chance to do some, uh, some, a lot more of that. I think you... Uh, you do it really well, and uh, I think when you get to do it with Jeff, it's a great team, too, uh, with the two of you. Um, you know, Eric's good. I uh, love his credentials as a former player. He brings some good background and stuff, but uh, he didn't he – didn't, he can't hold your jockstrap, as we say in sports. Well, Eric does, uh, Eric does a really good – thank you, Dave. Eric does a really good job, and, you know, he, he and Jeff – both have the cachet 
of playing at Florida, which I did not. Uh, doesn't mean you don't know baseball or anything like that, but there's an an added level there, you know, when they when they did that, and that does help. Kevin says missed the show yesterday. Did Golden say uh, why Kugler only two minutes in the game? He did not say. Uh, he is going to speak today at twelve thirty. He may be asked that or address it. Um, I just think early on he missed a block out. He did he did something else and he was taken out. And I think that's the way the game. Uh, went along, uh, he felt that, you know, what was being used and utilized was best for that particular day. Drew says, PGA, and it's not even close as far as not to watch, that's because of personal preference. I've never been a fan of watching individual sports on TV like golf or tennis. Twelve thirteen time check brought to you by Hayes Jillery. Tim Thompson We'll talk Vanderbilt basketball next, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Gainesville Sports Center, here's what's trending now on ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon, I'm Max Tucker. The number 14 Florida Gator softball team will be back in action today as they're set to host the T-Mobile Tournament at KDC Shoal Presley Stadium. The Gators will take on Colgate today at 3 p.m., then Lafayette at 5.30 p.m. Coverage will start right here at 2.45 p.m. Staying on the diamond, the Florida Gators baseball team will look to build off its midweek victory as they welcome Columbia to Condren Family Ballpark. Sophomore pitcher Cade Fisher will get the start on the bump for UF. First pitch will be at 6.30 p.m. with coverage starting right here at 6.25 p.m. A showdown between two top five collegiate gymnastics programs square off tonight as the fifth-ranked Florida Gators will take on number two LSU. The meet will start at 6.45 p.m. at the Stephen C. O'Connell Center. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Max Tucker. ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Friends, the Rotohaber Boys Ranch needs your help. Been telling you that for a while now. It's a great home and a secure home for young boys that come from difficult family or difficult home environments. It offers safety, guidance, and real-life skills and structure for these boys while teaching them useful life skills like vehicle repair. That's just one of the things that they teach. The repaired vehicles are then sold to help fund the ranch, and you can help in that. They'll take off of your hands gladly any unwanted vehicle you have. It can be a car or a boat or whatever. They'll take it off your hands. If you donate it to the Rotohaver Boys Ranch, it's a tax-deductible donation. These kids will fix them up and resell them. It makes money for the facility, and it teaches them real-life skills. It's a really good combination. To learn more, go to rbr.org or Google Boys Ranch Palatka. Hi there, this is Coach Steve Spurrier, and I want to let you know that Spurrier's Gridiron Grill's delicious brunch is now served in a premium buffet. And we're now serving Gainesville's only elevated buffet, complete with an omelet station, ginger sage chicken sausage, shredded short rib, and of course, our chicken and waffles. Plus, you can enjoy bottomless mimosas and Bloody Marys. So join us every Saturday and Sunday from 11 to 3 for the best brunch in town. FICARE Federal Credit Union serves only health care workers and their families. And now they have a fantastic fixed-rate visa with rates as low as 9.5% APR. So while other institutions are raising rates on their variable rate credit cards, sometimes as high as the mid-20s, theirs stays consistently low with no annual fee. It's one of the best cards you have and has a rewards program attached to it as well. 
You're not going to find a car with that low a rate with all these features anywhere locally. FICARE Federal Credit Union online, FICAREFCU.org. Hi, this is Dr. Luis Rodriguez of Exceptional Dentistry. Hear what our clients have to say about their experience at Exceptional Dentistry. What you can say about how the procedures have affected my life is that they haven't. I lose track of which teeth are my real teeth and which are the implants and which have crowns and which don't. They don't give me pain and I'm able to use them and I'm 71 years old and you know I can still eat steak and apples and whatever else I want to eat. What I would like people to know about exceptional dentistry is that it's a, just a good place to come to have dental work done. From the staff, through the physicians, through the dentists, um, they're top notch. I, I just don't think you could find a better place to have dental work done than exceptional dentistry. This is Dr. Luis Rodriguez, and if you think you have dental problems that are too big to overcome, we're here for you. Please visit us at ExceptionalDentistry.com. That's ExceptionalDentistry.com. Hi, I'm Frankie Lane from Lane's Yardware in Williston. The grass in your yard may be dormant right now, but it won't stay that short for long. In the meantime, keep those weeds on the fence line and around the house in check with a powerful new steel trimmer. At Lane's Yardware, we're here to help you keep your yard looking great all year long so you can proudly display your American flag. Keeping America great, one yard at a time. Lane's Yardware, located on Main Street in Williston and on the web at lanesyardware.com. Man, it is a beautiful day to fish. Here's your life jacket. You know I can swim, right? So could a lot of people who died falling overboard. Come on, I'm not a kid. Fatalities are often men over 30. It's too hot to wear one. These new ones are complete. <sighs> there, happy? Ooh, I got one! Glad you wore the life jacket. Okay, yes. Florida Fish and Wildlife Conservation Commission reminds you to wear your life jacket. Visit wearitsflorida.com. Wear it, Florida. Hoop, there it is, with Steve Russell and ESPN's Mark Wise. Monday mornings at 11, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Sports Scene with Steve Russell on ESPN 98.1 FM and 850 AM, WRUF. Welcome back to Sports Scene. Florida basketball coming off a tough road loss uh, against Alabama. Gets Vanderbilt here tomorrow afternoon, a sold-out O'Connell Center. And here to talk about it from the Vanderbilt perspective is Tim Thompson from the Vandy Radio Network. Hi, Tim. Welcome to the show. Hey, Steve. How you doing? I'm well. Thank you for doing this. Uh, you know, look, it's, it's been a tough year for Vanderbilt. Uh what hasn't, I guess maybe the best what hasn't gone right in your eyes so far as to where Vanderbilt is? Well, we had early season injuries. Um, Tyron Lawrence, um, there was two or three other guys that, you know, didn't play the first three or four games. And, and then, you know, in the Texas Tech game down in Dallas, we played Texas Tech. And uh, Colin Smith tore his or his uh, Achilles tendon, and so he's out for the year. Um, but I think the biggest thing probably is, I mean, everyone's known Vanderbilt to be a team that always had perimeter shooters, and that were a very good three-point shooting team. And you know, we're shooting twenty-eight percent from the three-point line right now, and so that's really been 
um, been tough for us because we don't really have an inside presence at the five position. And so our perimeter shooting was kind of, you know, I think Coach Stackhouse thought that it was going to be something that we could hang our hat on throughout the season, and it just hadn't happened. And so, you know, we're in a situation where we really have a tough time. If we don't shoot the ball well from the perimeter, we have a tough time scoring points. And, you know, that's the biggest fear, I think, against the Florida Gator team that can, you know, they can lay a 90 on you easy um, because of all their scoring punch. And I think that's probably the biggest problem for Vanderbilt. Has the effort and the want to been there through this? Yeah. You know, the one thing I always say about, you know, Coach Stackhouse's team is that they, they play hard. I mean, they really do. Ezra Magnon, you know, the point guard that we have, he's just a warrior. And, you know, Tyra Lawrence has, has played well. Uh, Vin Allen Lubin has really started to play well over the last three games. Um, but, you know, he's a guy that's probably six eight, and he's – required to play the five position for us and his natural position is the four so he's playing out of position and he's playing against a bunch of you know seven footers six eleven seven footers and again that's the one thing you guys have you guys have three you know six ten seven one six eleven guys inside and you guys are really good rebounders and you know that's going to be something that Vanderbilt's going to really have to to do well is defensive rebound uh, against a good Florida team. You know, here, you know, fans have every right to say what they want to say. They can they can praise and complain. Uh, with what Stack has done to this point, is there fan pressure on him? Where do you feel the administration is with him in terms of the job he's done? Well, you know, he was co-coach of the year last year, and, you know, he, he – you know, I thought that they had a chance of getting in the NCAA last year. And, you know, our early schedule, we lost a couple games that put our net down up, or really up too high. And, you know, we ended up not getting in, but we won a couple games in the, in the NIT. And, I, you know, the administration backs him. Um, you know, I think they see that he's going through, you know, a tough situation right now with all the injuries that he's had, that kind of stuff. But, you know, I think he's in good shape with the uh, with the administration, and you know as well as I do, Steve, that NIL and transfer portal has changed the college basketball um, landscape like never before. And I think it's taking coaches a long time, or you know, longer than they probably would want to to adjust everything that is kind of changing on the landscape. And you know, that's the one thing that I think Coach Stackhouse is is learning is is just the transfer portal of not only getting transfer kids in, but then all of a sudden you have to recruit your own players again to come back. And I think that's one of the things that is frustrating, not just for Coach Stackhouse, but for every college coach in America right now. Because of what Vandy is academically, Tim, is there any restriction NIL-wise on Vanderbilt at all? Well, you know, not really. I mean, um, it's just now, you know, as well as I do, is that, you know, you've been asking donors for money for your athletic department for years and years and years. And now you have to, you know, you have to get NIL money. So now you're going back to those same donors and asking for money for, you know, to pay players, basically. And there are some donors that do not want to have anything to do with NIL. There's other donors that will pony up and say, yeah. Um, and I think that's probably at every school. But, um, you know, Vanderbilt's a, 
a smaller private institution, so you don't have as many alumni to to go after. And I think, you know, NIL money, you got to be very selective about, you know, probably who you pay and, and how you do it. So, uh, but, but there's money there available for them. I know you know basketball well. Uh, I, I think the SEC has surprised me. I thought the league would be good, but it's really good. I mean, maybe... You know, the Big 12 and the SEC are the top two. As you've gone around the league now, what are your thoughts about our league? Yeah, I think we'll probably get nine teams or eight teams, at least, in the NCAA tournament. Of course, you know, you've got some surprising teams. South Carolina has surprised a lot of people. They've come back down to earth a little bit, um, you know, after their their fast start. Um, You know, Arkansas has disappointed me a little bit. Um, You know, I, I like the Florida team, I, I think they're going to be, they're going to get in the NCAA, I think. And I think they're going to surprise some people because, you know, you've got good guards, you've got big guys, you rebound the basketball well, you can put points on the board. And, you know, with the right matchup, I, I think, you know, I think Florida is, would be a, would be a tough out. And then, you know, Kentucky's extremely talented. I mean, you know, they lost down at LSU the other night, but they came to Vanderbilt and they just demolished us because they just were so athletic. Um, I think, you know, in the right in the right bracket, they could be tough. Alabama, they got to shoot the ball well. But, you know, there's a bunch of teams in this league that can score the basketball. It's not the old, you know, grinded out SEC, you know, maybe use your athleticism on defense. This is, a, you know, an SEC now that, that puts points on the board, and you better be able to put points on the board or you're going to get run out of the gym. Well, at least in my last thing, based on what you said to me about Vandy, if Vandy is to win this game, it sounds like a they better shoot pretty well from outside, and b not make this attract me. You know, with the games in the eighties and nineties, is that a fair assessment? Absolutely, they got to make shots, and if they make shots, then that slows the tempo down because the ball goes through the net. And now Florida's got to get the ball out of the net and then go up the court. Not to say that they don't push it in that situation, but Vanderbilt has to be able to score the score the ball, and they also be have to be able to not give Florida second chance opportunities because you guys rebound the basketball so well. So I think it's tempo, and it's a matter of being able to to, to score a little bit with Florida. And again, I, I I think Florida from an offensive standpoint, goodness. You guys could put ninety to a hundred on a on a team. So, um, yeah, we we've got to put really a lot of points on the board to compete tomorrow. Okay, always appreciate your insight and your time, Tim. Safe journey here. Thank you. Thanks, Steve. Appreciate it. Yeah, Bye-bye. you got it, Tim. Good guy. Tim Thompson knows his basketball too. It's been tough sledding uh, for Vanderbilt, and you know, last year, if you remember, Vandy last year was, I, I think, a, a fringe tournament team. Didn't get in. Uh, but I thought they played pretty well, but uh, didn't get in, and now uh, they are definitely a long shot uh, as far as getting in that tournament. 1227, time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry. We'll open the phone lines back up for you. ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. From the heart of campus and the College of Journalism and Communications on Stadium Road, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM. WRUF. Sick and tired of achy joints? Dread the idea of surgery? You need to call QC Kinetics today. Hey, it's Steve Russell. 
The state of health care is always changing. The old ideas like steroids and surgery are no longer your only options. Regenerative medicine at QC Connects is transforming lives with innovative, non-surgical, drug-free treatments that deliver lasting results. Knee pain, back pain, shoulder pain, from arthritis or injury, don't let this pain keep you from living your best life. QC Kinetics' advanced state-of-the-art treatments harness and direct your body's natural ability to restore and repair damaged joint tissue. This is a revolutionary approach that can get you long-term relief with no downtime. Make 2024 the year you reclaim your mobility, reclaim your independence, walk and run and play and live without the danger and trauma of surgery and without harmful drugs. Call QC Kinetics now with clinics in Gainesville, Ocala, and the Villages, 352-400-4550. That's 352-400-4550. QC Kinetics. It's your Daughtry Tree Service Tree Care Tip. Late winter is a great time to prune your trees and raise the tree's lower canopy for better sunlight to your lawn. Daughtry Tree has been helping their Gainesville and Alachua County neighbors for over 30 years. They provide dependable, quality service at fair prices for any size job. Tree trimming and removal, stump grinding, debris or storm cleanup. Visit DaughtryTreeService.com today for your free estimate. Trust Daughtry Tree Service, your tree service people. Florida law requires you to remain at the scene of a crash and to call for help. Leaving the scene is a felony offense that includes losing your license and possible jail time. After a crash, stay at the scene, call for assistance, and wait for first responders to arrive. If you have information on a hit-and-run crash, report it by calling Star FHP or anonymously to Crime Stoppers at Star Star 8477. A message from the Florida Department of Highway Safety and Motor Vehicles. Okay, you've put it off long enough, and it's time to replace that car. But let me make this easy. Visit Select Motor Car of Gainesville. Their selection of quality, like-new cars, trucks, and SUVs is awesome. And on-site credit union financing makes the deals even sweeter. Select now has a full-service auto center, which means additional savings and no-hassle repairs for you. Shop online, then go take a test drive. For the easiest car you'll ever buy, it's time to select SelectMotorCar.us. From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update. Our next cold front will be working its way through our area into the middle to late part of the afternoon. Scattered showers and thunderstorms moving from northwest to southeast across our area. Occasional wind gusts to 30 miles an hour are possible. Aside from the storm chances, cloudy skies today, highs in the upper 60s and lower 70s. Rain chances declining tonight, skies turning partly cloudy, lows Saturday morning in the upper 40s. From the UF Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Megan Borowski. Time to swing for the fences. Deep fly out towards left field. Bye-bye baseball. To the track, to the wall. Chop, chop, chop. Grand slam for Ty Evans. The Gators look for another deep run in Omaha. Strike three called on a fastball. He struck out the side. That's deep out towards left field. It's out of here. Listen to Florida baseball all season long right here on your home for the Gators. ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. We're proud to be your home for Gator women's basketball. You're listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. It's the Dean of Sports Talk in Gainesville, Steve Russell, on ESPN 98.1 FM and 850 AM, WRUF. All right, until we get uh, Coach Boretti from Columbia here, uh, we will take your questions, calls, and comments, 392-8255. You can email the show. 
uh, Russell at WRUF.com. Uh, again, I asked today of hockey, the NBA, Major League Baseball, and the PGA, which one of those do you watch the least? BB says NHL. Never got into it because when he was young, no place close to go see it in person. TVs didn't have the size or resolution to be able to see the puck. Now the TVs are better. Tried not watching to see how well the puck tracks, especially with the more vicious high-speed slap shots. Um, and he also loves some hockey movies like Slapshot. Uh, Drew says, um, never really watched the PGA. The team sports that have fallen off in my favor. I definitely watch NBA much less than I have in the past. I don't like the way the game has evolved. Okay? I get it. Uh, big weekend in Gator sports. My goodness, there's so much going on here, and a lot of it is here. Uh, obviously, you've got softball. We're going to have Gator softball today at 245, Gator baseball tonight at 625, and then softball, baseball all weekend, Gator men's basketball on 103.7, the Gator, uh, the men's basketball, and uh, we've got a lot going on. There's two SEC championships that are being competed. Uh, swimming wraps up, and then today, SEC indoor track is going on today and tomorrow, and maybe the biggest event is going to be gymnastics. Top five meet when Florida and LSU go at it. Tampa Mike says, probably as with the NIL, schools are raking all this money, primarily from TV, are not obligated to contribute or pay anything towards students' NIL. Players said they wanted a piece of the pie, Coaches and administrators were benefiting from, yet the schools scapegoat and look to other revenue sources. Well, again, there are limitations as to what schools can do. I keep saying that, and nobody wants to listen. Okay, That's why you have these things in the first place. He said alumni are the brunt payers of NIL. Let me ask this question, Mike. Weren't alumni brunt players of putting money up for whatever Taj Mahal you're going to build? It's always been like that, right? Donors, big money boosters. What's changed? What's changed is NIL's in this now. And there are some people, and I get it, who don't like the fact that they're being hit up on both sides of the scale. I get it. He said the players are the source of all their income, yet they share none of it. Well, the players share it now, that's for sure. Uh, Andrew, hello. Yeah, I got a question for you. Uh, that player got suspended for a game, right? Right. I was cu- I was curious, how come they never, like, uh, they couldn't make, a, like, a provision where, uh, he gets suspended for our game. Wouldn't that make more sense? Like, no, because you can't you make that happen. No, you you can't cherry pick which game you get suspended for. That that just that won't fly. Because <laughs> we got nothing out of it, and then now Kentucky gets the benefit. I was like, that's crazy. Man. Yeah, I, I see where you're headed with that. I do, but you can't you can't say, well, since it happened against Alabama, and here's the other thing. Supposing you don't play a team a second time, then what? Yeah. Then then what do you do? Well, you could, 
you could put and like either or whatever, you know. Well, but that makes it different. That that does not make it uniform, right? At least you know that whatever the next game is, you're done for a game. But if you do it the other way, well, either or it isn't it isn't a level playing field. I that's not something I don't think a league uh, would do. All right, but I, but I get you from a Gator fans' perspective, Andrew. I totally get it. I do. All right, let's get a couple of more emails here. Uh, let me see here. Philip says, "Oh boy, based on what you've seen with uh, acquisitions, coaches leaving, etc." Have you changed your mind at all about the hierarchy uh, in SEC football? Oh, gracious. Uh, to be honest, haven't given it that much thought because it's not here yet. Uh, if you're asking me the top three teams right now in the league, whew. Probably Georgia still. I'm not sure after that. Does, does Texas belong up there now? Because they'll be in the league? Maybe. Um, but that's interesting. Maybe we'll throw that out to anybody else. Because it, it's different. I mean, what Michigan did last year, what anybody did last year means nothing now. Uh John says he's listening in Texas. Okay, John. He's not a Napier hater. Thinks the reason why he's a bit behind Sarkeesian, he's not showing progress at all. That's true. I don't disagree. Sarkeesian's gotten better each year. Billy hasn't. As a Gator married to a Longhorn grad, I can tell you they love Sark. Well, yeah, now they love him. Going into last year, how many people love Sark? Raise your hand. Uh, I don't think a lot. There was a lot of question about him going into last year. Says he doesn't watch the NHL. It's better live, hard to watch on TV. I, it is much better live. Uh, he doesn't watch the NBA. No defense, whiny players. Love college, hate the NBA. Why? I hear that a lot. Why? What What is different about watching an NBA game versus watching a college game. Now, I, I can tell you one difference is NBA players opt out on occasion. So that is a difference. But are you telling me the best players on the planet who play in the NBA, it's hard to watch that? I would like to know why. And he says he's a golfer and loves watching the PGA. I'm a hacker and uh, depending on the tournament, I don't just watch any tournament. But, you know, the Masters I'll watch and, you know, whatever. Uh, but I, I hear this, and I'm not a big NBA fan. When I'm home, I get asked this a lot. You know, what do you watch? Well, I'll tell you. It depends, right? If my team is on, the other day on Sunday, the Rangers were on. They were playing the Islanders. I watched a lot of that. The Rangers are my team. If the Knicks are playing, I'll, chances are I'll watch the game because that's my team. Well, I just put a random, I don't know, you know, 76ers T-Wolves game on? 
Maybe, but it's not must-watch TV. And part, and, and part of that is because most people think playoff NBA basketball is better than you know, regular season. Like baseball. I'm more inclined to watch a baseball game no matter when. If a baseball game's on and nothing else great's on, I'll probably stick it on and watch it for a while, despite the fact there's 160-something games. Here's a great, great question from Corey. I knew this was going to happen today because there's no controversy today. Corey says, I'm getting a little bit tired of hearing people say Gator fans aren't good fans. Where do you think Florida ranks in terms of fandom in the SEC? Impossible for me to answer. I can't answer that. I'm not in I'm not in Tuscaloosa. I'm not in Athens. I can tell you this. No matter where you are, if your team is losing, your fans will complain, or at least a portion of them will. That's a given. I, I will say this. I think the perception of Florida fans in this league is that they're entitled. You know, you're Jethro Tull. You're living in the past. You know, we won all those championships back in the 90s, so we should be on top because we did that. And I think that is there in our league. I give, and I said this yesterday, Florida is no different than any, than any other fan base. Why is the O'Connell Center sold out now? Why? They're winning. It's that simple. And don't tell me it's brand of basketball. It's part of it. But let me ask a question. If Florida's playing the brand of basketball it's playing, and they're 5-10 and 10 in the SEC and they lose, you know, 90-85, to 85, it ain't going to be sold out. It's not because winning makes that happen. Now, exception to that, football last year in a struggling year had some sellouts. Kudos to the Gator fan base for going out and watching a team that wasn't great play. That's my generation. My generation, you watched your team play no matter what. You can complain, right? But, and I'm going to tell you this, I've said this many times. As a student here in the Stone Age, we did a dial a score here. And I can tell you there were people who picked up the phone after a Gator game and said, fire Doug Dickey. He can't. Uh. So, I mean, this is nothing new. It isn't, this is not the only fan base that complains about, you know, a coach. I'm sure there's Vanderbilt fans who don't want Jerry Stackhouse there. I'm sure there's Mississippi State fans today who are not that far away removed from a baseball championship that want that baseball coach gone because they're not very good right now. Speaking of that, this weekend is not a great weekend in the SEC for baseball. Georgia will host Northern Kentucky. Kentucky's now ranked. They're going to play Washington State uh, in a tournament in Texas. LSU will host Stony Brook. South Carolina will face Belmont. Tennessee hosts Albany. Alabama 
Valparaiso, Ole Miss hosting High Point, Mississippi State struggling, hosting Georgia Southern, Vanderbilt hosts Gonzaga, and uh, Texas A&M is hosting Wagner. Two really good games, though, today. 14th-ranked Auburn, 18th-ranked Iowa. That's going to be at the D1 baseball tournament in Jacksonville at the baseball grounds there. And then later in Arlington, Texas, at the Kubota College Baseball Series, number two, Arkansas, number four, Oregon State. So two really good matchups there. And then Missouri won a game yesterday. They beat uh, Bakersfield. They're playing in the Tony Gwynn Legacy Tournament out in California in San Diego, and uh, they'll be playing San Diego State later today. 1245, time check brought to you by Hayes Chillery, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WYUF. Gainesville Sports Center, here's what's trending now on ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon, I'm Max Tucker. The Florida Gators baseball team will look to build off its midweek victory as they welcome Columbia to Condren Family Ballpark. Sophomore pitcher Cade Fisher will get the start on the bump for UF. First pitch will be at 6.30 p.m. with coverage starting right here at 6.25 p.m. Staying on the diamond, the number 14 Florida Gators softball team will be back in action today as they are set to host the T-Mobile tournament at KDC Shoal Presley Stadium. The Gators will take on Colgate today at 3 p.m., then Lafayette at 5.30 p.m. with coverage starting right here at 2.45 p.m. A showdown between two top five collegiate gymnastics programs square off tonight as the fifth-ranked Florida Gators will take on number two LSU. The meet will start at 6.45 p.m. at the Stephen C. O'Connell Center. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Max Tucker. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Don't know if you know this or not, but FICARE Federal Credit Union serves only Florida health care workers and their families. So I'm talking directly to you. This is the place you should be doing your banking. And I've banked there for over 30 years. And that means something. I've always gotten great service, good people from FICARE Federal Credit Union. And now, in this month of February, they're knocking 2.9% APR off of any automobile refinanced from another financial institution. And when members use their concierge auto buying service for new vehicle purchase, they'll also qualify for 2.9% off their already low regular rate. And don't forget, they've got a great visa as well, with rates as low as 9.5% APR. While other financial institutions are raising rates on their variable rate credit cards, sometimes as high as the mid-20s, theirs stays consistently low and with no annual fee. To find out more... Go to their website, FICAREFCU.org. That's FICAREFCU.org. When couples come into International Diamond Center looking for engagement rings, they have lots of pictures from websites, from Pinterest, from designers they love, and 99% of the time, we have what they want. The brands that we carry are the brands the consumer asks for, the, the girls ask for, your future bride asks for. IDC owner Keith LeClaire explains how IDC is always on the cutting edge because we partner with the world's leading designers, names like Takori, Viraggio, Henry Dossi, and dozens more. Fashions come and go, but why do 
some brands stay forever. It's because they stay relevant. IDC was chosen by these acclaimed designers, in most cases, as the exclusive retail partner in the region. We try to provide the best of the best at the most current merchandise in the market today. International Diamond Center, giving you access to the most sought-after brands in the world with a five-star shopping experience with no compromises. We want people to feel comfortable, relax, educate them, give them high quality for the right price. Store hours and more at shopidc.com. Hi, I'm Frankie Lane from Lane's Yardware in Williston. There's plenty of work left to be done in D.C., but here in North Central Florida, you can display your American flag and campaign signs proudly. At Lane's Yardware, a patriotic duty is to help you to keep your yard looking great all winter long. We're here to help you choose the right tools you need from a complete line of the latest steel power equipment or a new Gravely zero-turn mower. So come see us at Lane's Yardware, located on Main Street in Williston and on the web at lanesyardware.com. Keep it America great, one yard at a time. The new Okito America location in Tech City wants you to join in the fun. Okito Tech City Fun Fest is happening Saturday, February 24th from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. at San Velasco Tech City in Alachua. This free family event will feature over 75 vendors, Rides, games, music, food, and raffles, including a $1,000 scholarship to an Alachua County teacher for school supplies. Grab the family and head out to the Grand opening of Okito's new Alachua location and celebration for the great businesses that make up our community. Okito Tech City Fun Fest. Free fun for all. Hey folks, it's Steve Russell for Dick Mondell's Burgers and Fries, where you can walk up or drive through for the freshest burgers in town made to order. Great shakes, an outdoor patio umbrella seating area as well. If you're in a hurry, order online for a quick pickup at dickmondells.com. This is Hub Brown, Dean of the College of Journalism and Communications here at the University of Florida, and you are listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. This is the voice of the Gators, Sean Kelly, and you are listening to Sports Scene with Steve Russell, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. You will hear from Columbia baseball coach Brett Beretti. He'll be with us at the bottom of the 1 o'clock hour as the Gators get set to play of the Lions tonight. And remember, they've, they've played before. They were here for a regional a few years back. 3928255, you can email <coughs> srussell at wruf.com. Andrew, I love this email. Ready for this? Is it time to extend Golden? I hate to see him stolen from us. Do you still need to see more from him? That right there. That right there, Andrew, encapsulates where we are in life. Two months ago, right? Oh, they don't make the tournament next year. And and, and Scott Strickland. uh, Funny, no, no phone calls about that now. Oh, Scott Strickland can't. Like that. And now extend him. But that's how it is. Who knows? I mean, maybe somebody would come after him. Um, And John, one more time in Texas, because I don't have a lot today, so I'm going to read a second one I normally do. Uh, He likes college basketball more than the NBA because the NCAA seems more like a team game. Often feel like one player dominates the ball in the NBA. Other players stand around and watch. Uh, watch his local team, the Mavs. It's often Luca, who plays no D and everybody else. Seems like more me than us in the NBA. 
that Bama game epitomizes why I love college, two teams laying it on the line. Yeah. And it doesn't mean that they don't lay it on the line, but there's 82 NBA games, right, as opposed to what? How many in college? So you're going to get a few clunkers uh, in the NBA. Uh, There's not much doubt about that. All right, we got about uh, five, six minutes left in this hour. I, I, I'm stumped today. I, I'm literally stumped. I don't know what to do here because it's just to that point where what's wrong? Show me something that's wrong. There isn't. There isn't. And that's why we're kind of where we're at. Uh, two more emails, however. Don't forget, uh, next week, Tim Walton will be here live to talk about his softball team, which is playing really well. Uh, and this is interesting. There's a lot of talk that Russell Wilson is going to be going to the Steelers. And you know who just said that? Chad Johnson, he was on Shannon Sharp's podcast, and that's what he says. Now, we'll see if that happens. Uh, but, and I, you know, this is kind of sad, too. Johnny Manziel flamed out as a pro, but nobody can, can say collegiately he wasn't fun to watch and good. It's been... Eight years since he was cut by the Cleveland Browns. Eight years. 2016. Um, He says now, again, he was on Shannon Sharp's podcast, that he said after he wasn't going to be re-signed, he went on a bender that lasted several months. He said he spent a lot of time in Vegas partying and doing drugs. He says he was 210 pounds when he left Cleveland, 170 pounds sitting in Vegas, August, September, October. He lost 40 pounds. And he said, how'd you lose 40 pounds? You know what his answer was? You're on a strict diet of blow. Good grief. Um... But, you know, that's just too bad, kind of. Okay, let's get to Porter here. Hi, Porter. Hey, Steve. Um, Quick question I was thinking about. I know, you know, we've talked before about the the allegiance of the teams and Mets and Jets fans were, you know, together and Yankees and Giants fans. I was curious about the Rangers and the Islanders. You you mentioned being a Rangers fan. Does that go with the the alignment typically or or not? I'm just curious. Usually uh, in New York – and you have to go now because of my generation, Porter. The, mm-hmm. the the expansion teams, if you want to call them that, were the Nets and the Islanders, the Mets, and the Jets. Those were the newbies. The okay, established so the fans would be aligned with the Mets and fans typically. More or less, yes. Um, because, you know, again... The Jets were, for, the, the, I think the Titans were formed in what, 1960? 
uh, but the Giants had been around, and the Giants were winning at that point. Um, the uh, the Mets were 1962, and the Yankees were still in the midst of winning, you know, a lot of championships at that point. The Islanders came later, so yeah, I mean, generally, if you were younger, you were probably a Jets, Islanders, Nets kind of fan. I just yeah, that's, it was because I knew you were Jets and Mets, and I remember Larry specifically. You know, he was Yankees, right? And hit the Rangers for his team. So when you said you were Rangers, it's, I was just kind of curious. <laughs> yeah, um, and, and part of that was, you know, without going to my family history here, but you know, my entire family were Yankee fans. I mean, my mom, gotcha. you know, my mom who's ninety three, you know, Joe DiMaggio, Joe DiMaggio, Joe DiMaggio, and the Yankees fired. Yogi Berra in 1964, and that's when it became Mets because they fired an icon who had just won a pennant. Gotcha, gotcha. Makes sense. Makes sense. Um, I wonder, uh, in my two cents, when you're which sport you know is 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 not as popular or whatever. Uh You know, I think we always kind of view it from our own perspective. But I agree with you that the Olympics don't have the luster that they did when I was growing up. But I don't think that's as much the sports themselves as much as it is the availability of everything else. Because, you know, in the, in the 70s, when I was you know really growing up and, and, and really focusing on sports and enjoying them, there weren't much, much thing, many things to watch. You know, you had your game of the week and this and that and the other. So when the Olympics came along and you had, you know, two, two and a half, three weeks of sports every day, you know, whether it's summer or winter, I really enjoyed them. Now, uh, how much of the lack of luster now is because of me changing and the game changing, I, I can't say. But uh, certainly I agree with your, your sentiment there. Okay, just be okay. safe. Yep. Thank you, Porter. Uh, did you see this, by the way? It affects, it could affect Tommy Townsend, the former Gator. The Chiefs signed a punter that was originally drafted by the Buffalo Bills in 2022 known as the punt god. He was not kept by Buffalo because he was in big legal trouble. And since then, though, his name's been taken out of a lawsuit. He's been cleared to play. He's only 23. He broke multiple NCAA records at San Diego State. He led the nation in punting 51 yards a kick in 2021 Six punts of at least 70 yards that season. And to put that in perspective, only 14 punts of 70 or more yards by every NFL punter combined last year. And he also kicked an 86-yarder. And the Chiefs just signed him. Now, Townsend set to become a free agent. Um... But he, too, has been really good. But you, there's no way. There's no way both those dudes are going to be on that team. Somebody's going to go, and somebody is going to get a pretty good punter. That's Hour 1 of Sports Scene. Hour 2 coming up. You're listening to ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF.
WRUF Gainesville, U251CG Gainesville. From the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios, we are ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Hi, this is Dr. Art Mowry of Exceptional Dentistry. Listen to what our clients have to say about their experience at Exceptional Dentistry. Dr. Kim is so, she's spiritually and uh, personally and physically a beautiful person all the way around. That's what I admire most about her and that she's up on the latest techniques and everything that's going on in the field that I feel a lot of confidence in and I just, I enjoy being around her and talking to her. How about Dr. Art? Well, I think the biggest thing is that, that he stays so far ahead of everyone else technically. You know, you, you don't worry about what he's doing in your mouth because it is the best. This is Dr. Kim Mowry, and if you think you have dental problems that are too big to overcome, we're here for you. Please visit us at ExceptionalDentistry.com. That's ExceptionalDentistry.com. That's not the sound of failure. It's the sound of social, educational, vocational, and spiritual training at Roadheaver Boys Ranch. When you donate your car, truck, RV, or boat to Roadheaver Boys Ranch, you'll get the maximum tax benefit, and we'll get much-needed funds to provide a wholesome home environment to at-risk young men who have no home of their own. Learn more at rbr.org. That's rbr.org. Roadheaver Boys Ranch. It's better to build boys than mend men. Come out for the ninth annual bass fishing tournament February 24th at the Palatka City Docks benefiting Rotaheaver Boys Ranch. Become a sponsor or register for a great day of fishing. Sponsorships are tax deductible and a great family-oriented way to promote your business. Grand prize is $6,000 and boat launch numbers are first come, first served. To register, text Krista Purcell at 386-983-0658 or go to rbr.org for more details. Rotaheaver Boys Ranch. It's better to build boys than to mend men. Visit rbr.org. Lettertronics World help you simplify your life at home. The professionals at EW can custom design, install, and program a URC total control automation and control system to put the operation of video, audio, locks, lighting, custom shades, thermostat, and more at your fingertips. You'll also be able to monitor your surveillance cameras in just one app. Take control of your life at home with a little assistance from Electronics World. Online at electronicsworld.net. Welcome to Sports Scene with Steve Russell. Let's talk some sports, have some lunch on ESPN 98.1 FM and 8.50 AM WRUF. Welcome into Hour 2 of Sports Scene for this Friday. Call us up, talk a little sports, 392-8255, email srussell at wruf.com as Thomas produces our broadcast today. It's going to be very interesting to see the role that Nick Saban will now play as an employee of ESPN and his role on College Game Day. Because now he doesn't have the issues of what to say, when to say it, as a coach. That strap is off him, okay? Here's what he did have to say. Uh, he wants what he calls reform in college football. Um, he says, quote, what we have now 
is not college football as we know it. You hear somebody use the word student-athlete? That doesn't exist. We've gone to nobody talking about education, nobody talking about creating value for their future, to talking about how much money can I make while I'm in college. He says he's for players earning money based on NIL, but he says what you have now isn't NIL. A collective has nothing to do with NIL, he says. Interesting. And again, he doesn't have the shackles anymore on him as a coach. I wonder, I wonder if he'll continue to speak out on this, and I think the answer is yes. Now, John from St. Augustine, how you doing, John? He says, can somebody give me three of the rules involving NIL collectives? Did the athletes today, if they're paid a million dollars to play for Florida or any other team, have to have a 2-0 or on a program to receive a bachelor's degree? Yeah. I mean, you. I think regardless of that, you have to maintain your academic credibility. I think the answer to that is yes. What happens if a parent of a 17-year-old doesn't agree for their child to sign a college contract with a collective and the child uh, goes home because they got a million dollars in the bank and they can live on their own? I'm not sure how that uh, that question. You have to ask that question again. Are the collectives subject to public records laws in Florida? How much are they really taking in? Who are the donors? Does the NCAA requiring a collective instead of the athletic associations to handle these contracts really say at all? about the secret and dishonesty that's going on in college sports today with the NIL. John, I don't know there's dishonesty. I think what there is is misunderstanding and uh, not clarity. If you remember, uh, what, a week ago, two weeks ago, I had Nate Barbera, the CEO of Florida Victorious here, and Freddie Wiebe here, who is their director of revenue. I'm going to have them back. Because, again, I think there are questions that only they can answer, but I will, I will say two things in response to what you're saying. Number one, Florida Victorious has a website, and you can go on there, and a lot of what you're asking is there in the Q&A. So that, that's part of it. And I do think because this was done so quickly, there is a great deal of misunderstanding when it comes to this. And I still think there are people that do not understand what the university can and can't do. And, and I don't know if that's the university's job to do, but I will say this again. NCAA rules do not allow schools to provide direct NIL opportunities to athletes. Gator Boosters is a direct support organization of Florida. They cannot be involved. They're prohibited by NCAA rules to participate in the function that Florida Victorious performs. That, that's about as simply as I can put that. So boosters, 
UAA, UF, can't. That's why they have this thing in the first place. I hope that helps. But I am going to get them back. And, you know, look, I get what they're going to do. They're going to make a pitch to say, you know, donate. And I get that. But I want them more to answer questions like the one you're asking, John. He says, what happens if the parent doesn't want their child to sign the contract, the child leaves home because they have a million in the bank? Okay. That's what he does. That's what she does. Nothing to do with the university, right? If a parent doesn't want a child to do it, and he's 18, he or she's 18 years old, well, guess what? And remember, you can have an agent as well in this. That's part of the deal here. James says he thinks Caitlin Clark's a ball hog. Feels sorry for the other players on the team. Think if it's a men's player, play with her style, they'd be criticized as an arrogant ball hog. Hmm. Uh, he doesn't think too many people who are critical of Scott Strickland feel Golden's potential success is going to be a trade-off for the other administrative mistakes. You feel that way as a, as a Gator fan? There have been mistakes, right? But I think what you have to do in anything, right, if you're going to tell me that here is a negative, well, you also have to say what the plus is. You've got to get both sides of the ledger. And then you make a choice based on what you think you know, should be done. But you can't just say, well, this went wrong, this went wrong, this went wrong, without saying, well, this went right, and this went right. So I think that's part of this. Um Let's see, I'm looking for my last email here. I just can't find it. Uh, James, there it is, thank you. James uh, says, "Do you?" he says, I'm going to change the subject and talk Gator football with you a little bit. Uh, if you had to guess today how many games Florida wins, uh, what would you say and why? Oh, God. This is going to change literally 20 times, I'd say seven to eight. I think early, the keys to this season are the early games. You got to beat Miami here. You got to beat UCF here. You don't do that. Well, now you got to beat somebody maybe you're not supposed to. And that can happen, certainly. But, and remember, on paper at least, Miami's going to have their best quarterback in a long time. And that kid from Washington State. So they're not going to be the, I don't think, they're going to be the same Miami offense we've seen in past years. Hey, D, what's up? Hey, what's up, Steve? Uh, hit on basketball. Uh, before I hit on the game tomorrow, uh, the, the, the fact that that Alabama player was only given one game, Steve, was, was a joke. Um, you know, I, I don't know if you've seen it. There's another piece of film rolling around that, you know, he almost attempted to step on uh, – Janai Broom's uh, hand yep. when they played uh, when Auburn played Alabama. So this this guy has obviously been looking at it, been uh, looking at film of Draymond Green and been trying to emulate him somehow. Cause, <laughs> yeah, because his, his antics is is ridiculous, man. And, and the referee should be held accountable too, Steve, 
for not even reviewing it because if they review that, you know, that's a flagrant two. That's that's four free throws and the ball. So uh, everyone's got to be held accountable for that. Oh, I think I think they will be held accountable for that because they are graded. They are their performances like umpires and everything else, they're reviewed. I think that will be a negative review. Yep. Uh, as far as tomorrow goes, Steve, um, I can't tell you much about Vanderbilt because they, they stink. Um, but I, I know, you know, Jer- I listened to Jerry Stackhouse the other day, and he almost sounds resigned to the fact that, you know, his time's up there in Nashville, and uh, the Gators got to come out and play, man. They can't give, you know, Vanderbilt a reason to play. Uh, it's at home. It's a sold-out building. So, you know, I expect the Gators to bounce back and, uh, you know, put put Vandy in their place. D, I think one of two things is going to happen, and I think I'm more inclined one to the other. You can have a little hangover, right? It, it, it didn't win. We should have won that game. Uh, come out a little slow. It's possible it happens. But I think the other thing is going to happen. I think they're going to be energized by a home crowd. Uh, I think they want to you know, get that taste of that game uh, out as fast as they can. I would be shocked if it's not you know, a pretty fast start for them. And if you heard Tim Thompson from Vandy on the other day or on last hour, he, he basically said, you know, we know Florida can score, put, put a 90-burger on you, and I'm not sure we can do that because we just haven't shot the ball and we have no inside presence. Well, if you have no inside presence, that's not good against this team who's got three guys, four guys with inside presence. Yep, hopefully it'll be a relaxing Saturday, Steve, hopefully. <laughs> All right, thank you, D. Appreciate you. Yep. Uh, hey, Greg, what's up? Hey, Steve, just want to call in. I enjoy these calls uh, all the time. So, real quick about Bandy, Steve. I, you kind of stole my thunder. I was going to say I'm looking forward to how the bigs can dominate this game. I do agree with what you just said to D. Uh, regarding the uh, the atmosphere, another sellout, and we're playing Bandy. And um, with that said, I want to give you credit, Steve. I asked you when we hired um, Todd Golden and Billy Napier. It's the first time in my lifetime we hired a, a men's basketball coach and a head football coach at the same time, you know, brand new at the same time. And I'd ask you, who do you think will have the most success more quickly? And you said Todd Golden, so I want to give you props. I mean, you know, we got two years almost under the belt now, and uh, you are correct on that. And just wanted to see what you thought about this team and the referee. And do you think what happened, Steve, at, with Alabama might affect the refs calling? And is there any way maybe you used to get refs on? You had a real distinguished referee gentleman one time get on and maybe talk about this, uh, how physical the game's gotten in men's college basketball. And all this not fair, go Gators. Okay, thank you. Um, no, I don't think – that translates to this game. First of all, different crew, a whole different vibe. Now, if I'm refereeing Alabama-Kentucky, I know what Alabama did, even though that player's not playing. You know, I'm going to keep an eye out for that. But I don't think that it's going to affect anything. You know what's interesting, too? I looked this up. Remember the beginning of the year when everybody was talking about Florida free throw shooting? Right? And that's got to get better. Nobody said one word about that now. Do you know that Florida is the next worst shooting team in the SEC from the free throw line? Only Mississippi State's worse. 
Yeah. Florida scores 85 points a game, and they shoot 69% from the stripe. Alabama is the best at the stripe, 79%. But it is interesting. Nobody's mentioned that. Why? Thank you, Thomas. That's going to be my my moniker. Because they're winning. That cures just about everything. Nobody really cares. Now, they'll care if Florida loses a game and they're 10 of 25 from the free throw line. Yes, that'll come back. But that's because they lose, not because they win. 116, time check brought to you by Hayes Chillery, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Gainesville Sports Center, here's what's trending now on ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon, I'm Joey Shiner. The Florida Gators swimming and diving teams are going for a second consecutive SEC title sweep in men's and women's. The SEC championships began on Monday at Auburn and continue today. They will finish tomorrow. Gators track and field are also out for the SEC Indoor Championships at Arkansas. The meet began at 1 o'clock this afternoon. Later this afternoon, Gators softball will take on Colgate as part of the T-Mobile tournament here in Gainesville. We've got the coverage right here starting at 2.45. Tonight, UF Baseball will play the first game of a three-game series with Columbia. Coverage starts right here at 6.25. UF Gymnastics is also playing the host tonight. LSU will face the Gators in the O'Connell Center tonight starting at 6.45. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Joey Shiner. ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. You know, it's one thing to go to a dealership, a car dealership, and you know look for a vehicle. It's one thing for you to go and check out what's there. But when you go, maybe it's good to know the history of the place you're going to. If you visit Southeast Car Agency in Gainesville, 310, Northeast 39th Avenue, you will visit a place that's been owned and operated by the Cousins family for over 40 successful years. And since day one, they have specialized in late model, low mileage vehicles. That's it. And it's been very successful. Look around town when you drive. There's a really good chance you're going to see a vehicle with a Southeast car agency tag, just like the one on mine. If you go online, secars.com, you'll see pictures. You'll see all pertinent information about the vehicle. If you go see them in person at Northeast 39th Avenue in Gainesville, you can test drive them. You can walk down the aisle, eyeball them for yourself. Their sales staff's always there to help you. And I think you'll also notice great selection, great variety, different price points of vehicles. So you get the widest choice of vehicles to choose from. When you go see him in person, make sure and tell him Sports Scene sent you to the good people at Southeast Car Agency. We put security systems on our homes and cars, cybersecurity on our devices. But what about our money? Radiant Credit Union wants to secure your earnings with our adjustable rate certificates. Right now, you can earn 5.45% on a 12-month term. Secure your future now and enjoy the peace of mind that comes with maximizing your savings growth. Visit RadiantCU.org slash secure and start earning today. 12-month certificate requires $1,000 minimum balance to open. $10,000 balance to earn APY. Federally insured by NCUA. 
Hey, Bill, is that a new car? Nah, it's my same ride. I just got the dings taken out and repainted. I got it done at Mako in Gainesville. Wow, looks sharp. I thought it was a new car. Honestly, I was shocked at how good it looks. I'd recommend Mako of Gainesville to anyone. Give your car a brand new look. Take it to Mako in Gainesville. Excellent service and a fast turnaround on quality warranted work with 0% financing available. Visit MAACOGainesville.com or call 352-371-4251. Mako of Gainesville on Main Street. Looking to make your garden fresh and new this spring? Quality Green Specialists in DeLand has what you're looking for. Fancy shrubs, large trees like magnolias and hollies, beautiful flowers like supertunias and azaleas, olives, citrus, peaches, blueberries, vegetables and herbs too. Enjoy gardening at its best. Select from our quality fertilizers and organics like azomite. Great plants, sustainable products. Friendly expert advice. 335 West Michigan Avenue, DeLand and online at qualitygreenspecialist.com. Valentine's Day, the day and month we all think about love. Steve Russell here. Let me tell you something I love, my car. And I really love the fact I can depend on it day in and day out, thanks to my friends at Dave Mays Automotive. You see, Dave Mays Automotive is famous for their bug check. That means anytime you take your vehicle in, they go over it from top to bottom, looking for anything that might pop up down the road. This way, there's no surprises, and you could love driving your car. Brakes, tires, oil changes, engine and transmission services at Dave Mays Automotive, they take care of it all, just like they've been doing since 1975. They're at 2905 Northeast 19th Drive of the Industrial Complex behind the Sunnies on Waldo Road and online at DaveMaysAutomotive.com. Dave Mays Automotive, they get the bugs out. Dave Mays Automotive, we get the bugs, all of them bugs, out of your car. After years of discomfort, it's like I'm alive again. Sonia Hackett talks about how QC Kinetics changed her life. QC Kinetics has given me my quality of life back. Before QC Kinetics, Sonia suffered from horrible knee and back pain stemming from a car accident. I was wearing knee braces just to try to maneuver around. Sonia hated the idea of pain meds and surgery seemed too risky. So she turned to the local medical professionals at QC Kinetics, the leaders in advanced regenerative medicine. That consultation just changed my life. I can do the treadmill, everything. I don't have anything holding me back. The quality of life is pain-free. QC Kinetics has made us very happy. Call QC Kinetics for your free consultation today. I'm going to get emotional again. They are like family members to me. They care. Call QC Kinetics now. Call QC Kinetics. 352-400-4550. That's 352-400-4550. Now with offices in Gainesville, Ocala, and the Villages. 352-400-4550. Coming in March, the NCAA Tournament and the Final Four. We are ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. Sports Scene with Steve Russell continues here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. And on your phone with the WRUF radio app. You will hear Columbia baseball coach Brett Beretti at the bottom of the hour here. Uh, I'm going to bring this topic up today, but I'm also going to save it for Monday when Mark Wise is here. I want you to hear, okay, first of all, history lesson here, okay? Most people think, a lot of people think 
the glory days of the NBA were sort of the magic, Larry Bird, Michael Jordan era. I can understand why people would think that. Remember the Pistons, the bad boys. I mean, you talk about physical, right? I mean, you didn't, if you went to the rim, you were subject to beatdown. Well, games became low scoring, and whoever made this decision felt like that should change. Rules were changed, and now you have just the opposite. There are some people who believe that too many fouls are called. Well, let me tell you what one Joe Kim Noah has to say about this. Quote, I think that the game, when I look at basketball right now, I don't recognize basketball from when we used to play it, like when we used to play it. And remember, <clears throat> he's 38 years old. He isn't like he's, you know, 70, right? He says, it's so different now, you can't even compare the eras, the physicality, like you can't do anything. He says, refs now make calls at the slightest contact. Um, Michael Ray Richardson, who was the 2014 Defensive Player of the Year, said, quote, I saw a dude get a foul called, he was hitting his homie like this, just messing with him. The ref called the foul. I'm like, no, this is crazy. So let me ask then, what game do you prefer? Do you prefer the bad boy days? Or you do you prefer now? And look, I get it. You know, you, you want to see players score. I, I get it. Even Steve Kerr thinks the league has gone overboard on favoring offense for defense. What do you think? I, I kind of get the point. And I'm anxious to ask Mark that when he's here for Hoop There It Is on Monday. Because there are some people that think, oh, he that's a ticky-tacky foul. They, they call that. The game, because of the athletes, because of their girth, because of their size, it has gotten more physical. And I and it did get that way, and I think there was a conscious effort to take that away, to make the game more free-flowing. But I think we're historically wrong when we talk about how if the game was free-flowing, because it certainly wasn't for a lot of the years Michael Jordan played. It was physical, tough. You went to the rim, you knew you were going to get clocked. And the officials let him play, for the most part. It's an interesting topic. Anxious to see what you all think um, about that. Mark says, um, NVIDIA's co-owner is a proud UF alum. Its market cap is now $2 trillion. For the love of all that is holy, Somebody get this man a Florida Victorious polo and a nice steak dinner with Nate. Okay. Uh, 
One more quickly from Tampa Mike. Understand schools currently can't contribute to NIL. Seems to be collusion between the NCAA and the schools. Uh, they look out for each other. Look what makes up the NCAA. Your point to alumni is always have paid for various things. I agree to a point. They don't put the entire amount. No, of course not. Schools pay a big part. Yes, that's partly because of TV revenue, money, and such. Yes. But again, he says, were the schools sharing in the great windfall they're reaping? Things need to change. 128, time check brought to you by Hayes Chillery. Gators play Columbia in baseball. You'll hear their coach, Brett Beretti, next. ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. This is Hub Brown, Dean of the College of Journalism and Communications here at the University of Florida, and you are listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. There's a reason they call it the great outdoors. And Polaris of Gainesville has exactly what you need to help reconnect with nature. Check out the brand new Polaris side-by-side or ATV during the Polaris Start the Year Right Sales Event. Savings like up to $3,000 off select Razor models, including the legendary Razor XP. Get up to $2,000 off select Ranger and General models, plus up to $1,500 off select Sportsman ATVs. Find promotional financing options like rates as low as 1%, no payment options for up to seven months and no interest for six months. Visit PolarisOfGainesville.com or stop by the dealership on US 441 between Gainesville and Alachua. Terms and conditions apply. Financing rates based on credit approval. See dealer for details and additional offers. Driver must be at least 16 years old with a valid driver's license to operate. Read, understand, and follow your owner's manual. All riders should take a safety training course. Call 800-342-3764 for additional information. If you're hungry for fresh, delicious burgers and fries, get yourself over to Dick Bondell's in Gainesville. Try their Florida-raised beef burgers or their juicy herb chicken burger. Add their sweet potato tots or a garden and grain salad. If you haven't had their house-made ice cream sandwich, what are you waiting for? Walk up, drive through, or order ahead online at DickMondell's.com. Better ingredients make a better meal, and you'll taste the difference. Dick Bondell's Burgers and Fries, it's where you want to eat. Southwest 4th Avenue and 5th Street. Do you owe the IRS $10,000 or more in back taxes? Are you being audited or investigated? Has the IRS sent you a letter demanding payment? You may not owe what they claim. Make this free call to the tax doctor now. Let them negotiate with the IRS on your behalf. 800-240-4587. 800-240-4587. That's 800-240-4587. Nothing but net. He hit that from deep. That was from another time zone. If you weren't here, you wouldn't believe it. Not so fast. You can't experience the thrill of a game without being in the arena. Just talk to the pros at Electronics World. Electronics World? At EW, it's a slam dunk. They have all the best gear to give you a seat at midcourt in your own home. TVs and sound from Sony, Yamaha, Marantz. With speakers by Bowers and Wilkins. Kef, Martin, Logan, and more. Electronics World in Gainesville or online at electronicsworld.net. When it comes to moving your stuff, you need to ensure you hire the right people. Gator Hauling and Junk Removal is veteran-owned and operated, and they use that training and experience to get the job done right the first time every time. Need furniture, junk, appliances removed? They can do almost anything you can think of quickly and affordably. Call Gator Hauling and Junk Removal and get the job done right. Call 352-665-JUNK. That's 352-665-JUNK for a free estimate. 
Call Gator Hauling today at 352-665-JUNK. From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update. Our next cold front will be working its way through our area into the middle to late part of the afternoon. Scattered showers and thunderstorms moving from northwest to southeast across our area. Occasional wind gusts to 30 miles an hour are possible. Aside from the storm chances, cloudy skies today, highs in the upper 60s and lower 70s. Rain chances declining tonight, skies turning partly cloudy, lows Saturday morning in the upper 40s. From the UF Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Megan Borowski. Having Canty and Michelle are unsportsmanlike. I don't know that the Milwaukee Bucks right now have any other choice but to win a championship for this to work. Like, I don't think you can get to the finals for this to be considered a success. I think this is as much pressure as any team in sports right now has. Like, the only way out of this is to win. The only way to shut everyone up is to win. Unsportsmanlike with Evan, Canty, and Michelle. Weekday mornings at 6 right here on WRUF. No radio access? Don't worry. We have you covered. Listen to Gators play-by-play anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. We are ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. This is Gator head football coach Billy Napier, and you're listening to Sports Scene with Steve Russell right here on the ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. Welcome back to Sports Scene. I'm Steve Russell. Tonight, Gator Baseball back in action. First of a three-game series with the visiting Columbia Lions. And with us is their head coach, Brett Moretti, to talk about his team. Coach, thank you for taking the time here. Gator fan walks in here. This is your first game of the year here. Uh, as you were Welcome back to Sports Scene. I'm Steve Russell. Tonight, Gator Baseball back in action. First of a three-game series with the visiting Columbia Lions. And with us is their head coach, Brett Moretti, to talk about his team. Coach, thank you for taking the time here. Gator fan walks in here. This is your first game of the year here. Uh, as you assess your team coming in, what do you like about it? Um, no, thanks for having me, Steve. Sure. We're, we're excited to be down here. I think, you know, from, from a pitching standpoint, um, you know, I, I think our depth, has improved, and we have our, uh, you know, one and two, Joe Sheets and DeLeon, uh, back with us who, uh, who had solid seasons last year as sophomores. So, year older, year stronger, um, another year of experience. And, um, and we have a good freshman cast that's come in that I think is going to be able to support us, um, with that depth and coming out of the bullpen and stuff. So, I think, uh, I, I think we feel good about that. Um, obviously, we have some big, Big pieces to fill, you know, catch a shortstop and, and middle of the lineup right field are all um, graduated, um, you know, which is uh, which is tough to, to fill individually. It's going to have to be a collective effort on the offensive side. You know, one of the things, you're picked to finish second in your league, and I think it's great when you can come down and you played good competition. You've played Florida before. you played Duke and teams, Alabama teams like that. Doesn't that help your team in the long run? That's the idea. I mean, we, we, we try to be really aggressive. Um, you know, part of that is, you know, we're, 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 we want to see where we're at at this time of the year and play good teams. They're going to expose you and you find out what you need to do better. And um, that's only going to help you in the long run. Um, at the same time, it, it, you know, baseball, I've always thought baseball is a little different than basketball and football. Um, you know, it's a, it's a, it's more of a, a team sport. And, you know, if you get, get guys, you can pitch and play defense, you know, that shows up every day. And, 
you take you try to do that as high a level possible. You give yourself a chance to uh, to, to compete and, and and be successful. What do you see with this Florida team? Oh gosh, um, you know they're they're uh, they're pretty loaded. You know, there's no question about it. <laughs> um, you know, when you when you look at the lineup and and um, what they got offensively, uh, top to bottom, it's it's very impressive. And then, you know, obviously the it, the Gators are always going to have the pitching staff that's going to be one of the best ones in the country. Um, you know, we've we've experienced that um, a couple different times. We've been down here before in 2017 as a weekend, and then 2018 in the regional and. Um, you know, we're going to see some more of that from the Hill for sure. The fact that your your team and your tenure has been to regionals, ha- has played pretty good baseball, does that help in, in the overall scope of things, or does does that even matter at this point? No, I think it does. I mean, we have, we have guys on the team that, you know, uh, have experience from the 22 season when we went to Virginia Tech and, and you know, lost in the in the regional final to, to Tech there. And, um you know, they get a taste of it. And we, you know, this is a big part of how we sell our program too, from a recruiting standpoint. I mean, we're recruiting, you know, um, nationally and trying to attract kids to, to come on up and play. And, you know, we, we, we play, we, we always sell that, you know, we're going to play a top 20, top 50 schedule. You're going to get an experience, you know, here. And, And I, I really think about, you know, the overall experience for them. I want to put them in this type of environment. So they, they get to find out, you know, what, what that is about. And, um, you know, you, you learn to roll with the punches, you know, you learn to, to play aggressively. You're going to make mistakes. And, and in the end, we're trying to, we're trying to play as fearless as we can, you know, and, and this is a great environment to throw the guys into and find out what we got. Brett Moretti, our guest here. He's the coach at Columbia. Of course, the Gators taking on Columbia all this weekend. How'd you get into coaching, Brett? <laughs> Um, well, my playing days ended <laughs> and, uh, I was going to go into teaching and uh, it was an opening back in my alma mater at Davidson years ago. And, and I said, you know, let me, let me try, let me try getting into this. And, you know, coaching is just a form of teaching and it was a way for me to stay connected to baseball. And I've loved the relationships, you know, that been able to build with the guys over the years. I mean, that's, that's really been the key. You know, one of the things, I don't know if it affects you guys at all with NIL or all that, but is it, has coaching changed since the time you started to coach? Um, for us, that the portal, NIL, not, not hasn't, uh, really hasn't affected, you know, the, the Ivy League per se. I think, you know, we're, we're, we're a little bit immune to the portal because, you know, our, our guys are looking at that education and that degree and, you know, they're going to, they're going to spend their four years, you know, to earn that. So that's a big positive, you know, in today's world of, um, you know, portal and recruiting and, and all that. I mean, it's, it's a little bit simpler at our place. Um, you know, as far as that goes. Last thing, are you able to, I don't know if you have an indoor there, I imagine you do, but are you able to simulate everything you know, uh, ground balls, out hitting, uh, you know, pop-ups. All the, are you able to simulate all that before you come down to, you know, play here? Yeah. I mean, we, we actually – so we have an all-turf facility, really nice field, Robertson Field, State House Stadium. And um, we've actually been out, you know, early February. Um, we were out quite a bit. And wow. If, if, if the temperature is approaching 40 and the sun's <laughs> out and the wind's not, you know, we're, we're making – we're taking full advantage of that. Um 
But we also have a bubble that goes over our soccer field, which is our winter indoor facility for all our sports. So we play indoor baseball. You know, that's that's we have the luxury of having that bubble, which is tremendous. Being a, a New York kid uh, growing up and pitching in that stuff, uh, I totally, I totally understand where you're coming from, Coach. <laughs> totally get it. Uh, appreciate your time. Good luck this weekend, and thank you a lot, Brett. Thanks for doing it. Thanks, Steve. Take care. Good guy. Uh, we taped that interview uh, about 11 o'clock today. Brett Beretti, coach at Columbia. That's who Florida plays here in baseball this weekend. Uh, Mike, Daytona Mike says, here's hoping Nick Saban might somehow gain a position of authority powerful enough to affect positive reformation to college football. He fully understands how the game's lost its mandate, maybe the only individual with enough political capital to make it happen. Yeah, I said that earlier, Mike, that, you know, given a platform now that he will have <clears throat> on ESPN, he doesn't have to worry about what his school's going to say, he doesn't have to worry about what a recruit's going to think, uh, and I think he is in a position to at least approach that and I think that's good don't forget this weekend a lot of Gator activity and uh, I'll kind of run down for you uh, what we have in terms of our coverage here Gator softball is going to come your way at 245 when they play Colgate baseball tonight at 625 tomorrow softball plays Lafayette at 1215 Baseball is going to be at 5.55. Sunday, breakfast with the Gators. Because Sunday's baseball game, 10.55 airtime. they got to catch a plane home. And uh, that's the schedule. You can hear Gator men's basketball, by the way, on 103.7 The Gator. It'll be at 12.30 uh, on Saturday. So that's the rundown for what we have going on for the rest of the week. We have one more uh, segment here. Still plenty of time to hear from you if you choose to. Uh, by the way, uh, you can always listen to Sean. The TV broadcast has Mike Morgan and Mark Wise doing the broadcast. So, uh, And Mike will be here on Tuesday. And, of course, Mark here. Um, hoop, there it is, uh, on Monday. Always, always, always uh, enjoy that. And uh, got an email very quickly here. Corey uh, says, Steve, will the baseball rotation be the same? Uh, yes. Uh, I don't know why it would change. And look, I know, you know, that people were down on Cade Fisher Please don't be. I mean, it's, it's, you know, one game. One game. So it'll be Fisher, Peterson, Caglione, and let's hope Cade figures it out. He, he left balls in the middle of the plate. As I said many times, even on the broadcast that day, St. John's did a good job of hitting mistakes. Their, their hits, I think one of them was kind of a bloop. The other ones were legit. They hit the ball. I mean, they, they played really well that day. And their pitching surprised me a little bit. And if they do have a strength, uh, their righty who's going tonight, Joe Sheets, 
and Andy Leon, uh, their ERAs last year were above four, but they do have experience. And they have a lefty going Sunday who was 0-2 last year who had an almost 11 ERA. But, um, you know, different year, different thing. So, you know, we will see what happens here. 144, time check brought to you by Hayes Chillery. Thankfully, today, one last segment. ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Gainesville Sports Center, here's what's trending now on ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon, I'm Joey Shiner. Later this afternoon, Gator Softball will take on Colgate as part of the T-Mobile Tournament here in Gainesville. We've got the coverage starting at 2.45. Tonight, U of Baseball will play the first game of a three-game series at home against Columbia. Coverage starts right here at 6.25. The Florida Gators swimming and diving teams are going for a second consecutive SEC title sweep in men's and women's. The SEC championships began on Monday at Auburn and continue today. They will finish tomorrow. Gators track and field are at Arkansas today for the SEC indoor championships. The meet began at 1 o'clock this afternoon. UF Gymnastics is hosting LSU in the O'Connell Center for a meet tonight. It will start at 6.45. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Joey Shiner. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. You know International Diamond Center is the best place to buy diamonds and fine jewelry. But did you also know IDC will buy from you? Diamonds, heirloom jewelry, estate jewelry, Swiss watches, coins. Don't be afraid to come in and get a price on something that maybe it's an heirloom that you want to sell or you're just checking to see the price. IDC owner Keith LeClaire has a vast network of collectors and buyers around the world. So IDC can always find a market for your jewelry. We always pay a very strong price to buy. There's a resale market that there and we pay top dollar for top merchandise we have people all over the world that we sell to so some collectors are going to pay way more than any consumer is going to pay we'll give you the best possible price no games played and you'll get the check or the cash whatever one you want let idc appraise what's in your jewelry box you might get a pleasant surprise sometimes they come in they have no idea what's there and then all of a sudden they walk out with a twenty-eight thousand dollar check international diamond center online at shopidc.com Can your IRA stand up to the next financial crisis that our top economists are saying is at our doorsteps? By allocating a percentage of your IRA into physical gold and silver with a tax-free rollover, you can diversify and safeguard your holdings from turbulent markets and economic downturns by putting your IRA back on the gold standard. Find out how to safeguard your assets with a tax-free rollover with a Genesis Gold IRA, the only IRA that can hold physical precious metals. Call now for your free gold and silver report. Protect your IRA today with one simple phone call and learn how to qualify for up to $10,000 in free silver. Call Genesis Gold Group, empowering faith-driven stewardship. 800-361-1289. 800-361-1289. That's 800-361-1289. Mom, can I have some ice cream? I've got a better idea. Who wants to help me make something fun and healthy instead? Me! Eating smarter is easy and delicious. Interested in receiving healthy recipes and a whole lot more in your email? Then register at healthiestweightfl.com and learn more about all the small steps that you can take on the way to living healthy. This message is sponsored by the Ounce of Prevention Fund of Florida, the Florida Department of Health, the Florida Association of Broadcasters, and this radio station. 
Okay, you've put it off long enough, and it's time to replace that car. But let me make this easy. Visit Select Motor Car of Gainesville. Their selection of quality, like new cars, trucks, and SUVs is awesome. And on-site credit union financing makes the deals even sweeter. Select now has a full-service auto center, which means additional savings and no-hassle repairs for you. Shop online, then go take a test drive. For the easiest car you'll ever buy, it's time to select. Unsportsmanlike with Evan, Canty, and Michelle. Weekday mornings at 6, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and on your phone with the WRUF radio app. And now, more sports scene with Steve Russell, here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and online at WRUF.com. All right, down the stretch we come here. Our final segment, Andrew. Hello. Good afternoon, Steve. Uh, I wanted to uh, close out uh, today with a little talk about the Gators game with uh, Vandy tomorrow. Uh, is it a given? Probably not. But I heard earlier mentioned uh, there was some inclination or. Uh, thought of Jerry Stackhouse not returning as the basketball coach. So is that has that been is that the way things look to you? Well, I, I had Tim Thompson, who's the Vandy uh, one of the the radio guys, and uh, he thinks the administration supports him. Uh, he was the SEC Coach of the Year last year, uh, but you know they've fallen on hard times this year. And I think if you're an, an administrator there, you have to look and, you know, does he, do they get into the portal? Do they really delve into that? Because it sounds like they've not really done that. And I think that's mm-hmm. going to be imperative for them to get going. Yeah, when you have just maybe a one six eight guy that really doesn't hit the, you know, protect the rim too much, uh, you're going to run into a whole lot of trouble, needless to say. But I t- I, in response to uh, his outlook on, you know, what he thinks, I've read where uh, he's uh, stated that um, he thinks the team is trending in the right direction and has since the day he's taken the job five years ago. And he used an evaluation tool as, as a, like, uh, you know, evidenced by that the, uh, you know, improved NET rankings. Um, that, you know, that's the former RPI stuff. How important, I mean, is I always, I just thought home attendance, one loss, those quad wins, uh, uh, so forth and so on to quad one, quad two. But uh, is this an important evaluation tool that, yes. is, that the athletic net, director yes, it is. is looking at? Yeah, then that's uh-huh. part of it, yes. Quad one wins, you know, do you have a bad loss? The bad loss mm-hmm. is usually the last thing. But, yes, net ranking, quad one wins, your record in quad one games, that's part of it, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he just, uh, you know, he hadn't uh, look. It doesn't look like in, in print that he thinks he's going anywhere. But, you know, the obviously they operate a little different there. You know, have different kind of donor strategy, and there, you know, his his salary isn't public, and so there's a lot that's nebulous there. But what I was going to uh, finish here with is uh, 
in your opinion, and I've read this, that with the game tomorrow being a what's called a quad four uh, game for Florida, uh, if it said for sure or they thought for sure that uh, it would drop our seating should we falter tomorrow by at least one slot. What did you think? What do you think of that? Well, again, it's not in a vacuum. What happens to other schools? What happens to other teams? Uh, but I think there's a decent chance of that if that happens, yes. Yeah, and uh, finally, uh, boy, you know, uh, their hometown paper, the Tennessee, and I caught a, uh, you know, they do like a prediction thing. And they got Vandy with a 5% chance of winning, and they had to render a score, you know, like you know how we do on Prognostication Friday with football. They said uh, Gators 85, Vandy 65. It oh. could be a lot closer because they played Alabama tough, oh. but they've done some good things. All right, we'll see, Andrew. Thank you for your call. Copper Gator, hello. Steve, good to talk to you on a Friday afternoon, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the things that I was going to call, and the reason I'm calling is, Steve, when's the last time you remember a balk on a fake throw to third on that game on Wednesday night? <laughs> and I, I know you were calling it live, yeah. man. And I was, and I'm sitting there and I'm going, I, I always thought the rule was, you know, second and third you could fake two, but then I went and looked it up on the NCAA and it was, it's first and third you can't fake two, but you can fake the second. Yeah. And I was like, man, I'm, I, I was racking my brain. Do you remember when no. it happened last? No, I can't. And I was thinking that, <laughs> funny you said that. I was thinking that driving home, I thought, you know, did, have I ever seen that? And I don't remember seeing it. Yeah, and I mean, I've seen them, you know, balk where they move or they twitch or something and the runner scores, but never on a on an attempted fake throw with nobody occupying the bag and then to complete the throw to the guy to the bag. I mean, it was just, you just you just don't see that kind of stuff very often. No, you don't. <clears throat> and and, and and so, uh, you know, it was kind of interesting. That's what I tell people when you can watch these games and see some of these different things. It's, you, you never know what's going to happen. And uh, it, it's just interesting. And I hope that we get the game in tonight. Uh, it's supposed to clear out by five, correct? That's what I hear, but let's hope so. <laughs> well, fingers crossed, Steve. You have a good one and okay. uh, have a great weekend. Yep, you too, Copper Thank you. Hey, Byron, how are you? Hey, Steve. Happy Friday. Uh, Steve, uh, shout out to baseball and uh Basketball, Steve, I'm really proud of those guys at Alabama, man. They, they played a great game. And, uh, you know, I, I just um, – the coaching and all of them, just shout out to the staff, man. And my NBA thing, Steve, about what you were saying is they are, you know, playing too much offense and it's it's not enough – I don't think hate in the league. I think where it's coming from, Steve, is uh, the Oakland uh, – Las Vegas, Vegas Raiders coach was saying – they need to go back to playing more like the Detroit Pistons played when Lamb Buren and were playing. And that's what I think wrong with the NBA. Everybody's friends. So I think, yeah, even in all sports, Steve, and I hope it don't get to college where it's just a show and it's more money and offense and not a real good game. Not that the 80s was right or the 90s with defense, but I don't think they play hard no more. Thanks, Steve. Okay, thank you. Uh, I think they play hard. You're just in a different era, and I and I think that's the beauty of sport. That there are different eras, right? I mean, think about it. Before free agency, you know, Kurt Flood's whole thing, right? That was a different world in baseball because you couldn't be 
a free agent, right? So that that changed. The rules change. You know what you're allowed to do or not do. So every every era is a little bit different. I, I to tell you the truth, being an old pitcher, the, the the game skews to the hitter now. But look, it wasn't that long ago in college you might have had two or three guys that threw like 92 93 now i mean your your eighth guy throws that that's just you know how the game has evolved striking out i mean it used to be embarrassing to strike out it's not embarrassing anymore it's it's a it's a part of the game now that you know you can hit I don't know, 230. I mean, look at Pete Alonso last year. Did, didn't he hit 216? But he had a bunch of homers and a bunch of RBI. That's okay now. Back in the day, that wouldn't have been accepted. Hitters would have cringed at that, hitting 216. And some did. I mean, go back. I'm not going to say that's the. There were players in, back in the day that hit 230 and hit 25 homers, because that's all they did. But. It's more accepted now than what it used to be. Peyton says on New York sports, why do you think West Point isn't as good as they were back then? The draft gave them a smorgasbord to choose from player-wise. They fell off hard. Yeah, you know, I've never delved into that, uh, but it was. I mean, they were, you know, back in the 40s. I mean, they were winning national titles. And... You know, as late as the 50s and 60s, they had Heisman winners. Pete Dawkins played for Army and won the Heisman in 58. Roger Staubach played at Navy. He won the Heisman in 63, I think. So, I mean, they were good up to then. And they've had a couple of years when they were pretty good. But, I mean, not quite sure. And look, let's face it, a lot of schools back in Army's time, didn't have the wherewithal that schools have today. I think that's part of it too, Peyton. So, um, But, yeah, it is kind of interesting. But they did have, you know, Red Grange. I mean, Red Grange, I mean, uh, you know, the, their big backfield they had in the 40s there when they won the national title and all that. And then, like I said, Pete Dawkins and Roger Staubach. Joe Bellino, I believe, played at Navy, did he not? Didn't he win the Heisman in 1960? I got to look that up before I go. Uh, but I think I'm right. Amazing what you can do now with a computer. Uh, but I'm going to look it up. But I think I'm right. Let's see. Joe Bellino. Um, yeah, Navy. See? So think about that, right? Navy, Army, Navy, and Staubach between 58 and 63. They had three Heisman winners, but that was it. That's our show for today. Thanks to Thomas for producing it. We'll see you on Gator Baseball over the weekend, Monday, 11 o'clock. Hoop, there it is. Mark Wise in the house. We'll get your thoughts on this Gator weekend chock full of sports. I'm Steve Russell. You're listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF.